Hello, welcome to Wide Left Sports, and I have a treat today. I'm joined by Montana Grizz legend and current Calgary coach, Dave Dickinson. How are you doing today? I'm good, good. Thanks for having me on. Of course, of course. Um, so I guess, you know, my first question is kind of um, what led you to the University of Montana, and what does it mean that, you know, 20, 25 years later, you're still a legend at the university and with the Big Sky Conference? Uh, well, uh, that's why I do these podcasts or get on these because I, I feel like sometimes you you get to Canada, you get lost and I do love my roots. I love my Montana Grizz roots and honestly still try to be as in touch with those guys. What led me to Montana? I mean, basically I was going to go to Montana, Montana State. Felt I felt that uh, at that time, uh, you know, I, I did get recruited by other schools. I just thought it was realistically let's go to a program where you think you can play and get a chance to play that was for me I was pretty realistic I was a small guy only I graduated high school 160 pounds so I I needed a chance to kind of get a red shirt year and, and hopefully the Grizz uh, would give me that and uh, I had more you know just had a better feel for their program uh, obviously Don Reed big part of my success uh, that also played into my decision to go there and then a lot of Great Falls kids uh, were going to the Grizz at that point. We really were. And it was a great group. Uh, you know, I think we had six or seven of us uh, go into the program from Great Falls High and CMR. And and uh, it turned out well. So obviously happy with that decision. That's awesome. You know, and then uh, you obviously had great success at the Grizz. So talk to me about a little bit of those championship runs and what it means to you to be a part of that history with the Grizz. Yeah, I mean, we... You know, I started playing a bit more my uh, sophomore years, third year, and uh, just kind of, it was a great year. It was a great team, by the way. We had a great team. I mean, we were 10-1 in the season. Uh, we didn't realize or maybe know how good we were. And uh, ultimately, I think when we got beat 49-48 at home versus Delaware, that was uh, maybe my best statistical game of my career. Um, but I feel like at that point, uh the disappointment we felt like uh, we got a chance to make this right in the next few years, the next year, another good team. But uh, I know I got hurt at the end of the year, which precursor to a lot of my career and, you know, couldn't make a run, but we got to the semis and then obviously put it all together at uh, the senior year with that group. And we probably, uh, you know, the actual group I came in with, we had the least amount of starters uh, of any senior class in those three years there, but had some real difference makers and we were able to have a great, what I call junior class. And they went to a championship the following year. Might've been an even better team than the team that won it, but ran into, I think, Randy Moss and, and Marshall again. That's a tough one to beat. So great memories. Um, still staying, stay in contact with a lot of those guys and uh, kind of the best times of my life. That's awesome. So then post-Montana Grizz, you uh, went up to Canada to play. So what was that like? And what led you to go up to Canada to play? I think people, if if you're in from Montana, come north, come check it out. Seriously, I think you'd be surprised how good the football is, and it's it's very very good competition. It's tough to crack rosters. I mean, look at all the good players uh, that haven't been able to crack a CFL roster from uh, from our state. But uh, we've also the Big Sky Conference is super well represented in Canada. A lot right. of the best quarterbacks up here are, are 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 from the Big Sky Conference. We have one right now from Davis. Uh, we had Bo Levi Mitchell for 10, 12 years, Eastern Washington guy. Yeah. So we do have a, a good connection to the conference. Um, 
you know, I just, I did want to keep playing. I'm really not a school guy. I didn't like school. I, I tried hard and did well, but I didn't, it's not something that I like. I love football and I love competition and sports. So gave it a shot. Uh, it wasn't an easy transition. I mean, I uh, felt like I could play, but I didn't really get on the field for a couple of years and didn't make a lot of money. And, you know, and ultimately uh, didn't get hurt, didn't get exposed before I was ready. Sometimes guys come up to pro leagues and they have to play right away and they get exposed. They're not ready. I felt like I had time to adjust. And when I got my chance, just kind of took it and ran with it. That's awesome. So what is the like, I guess, criteria for Americans to come up and play in the Canadian League? Anyone can come up and play, but uh, half of our roster is Canadian. We have a global initiative where uh, each team has, a, has an active global player. Um, we have a punter from Australia, but we also have a player from Brazil. We have an offensive lineman from England. We have a linebacker wow. from Germany. We have, we got lots of, uh, you know, some, we had a kicker this year. We pulled in from Japan. Um, so we're, we have an initiative that we're trying to, you know, kind of reach out and make our game accessible to a few different groups. Um, but the majority, like you said, uh, 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 starters are still American players. That's football is, is, is king. And, uh, that's what makes it so competitive is not only are you competing, uh, to make the team, but if you got a nationality, or if you're an American guy, you really are competing against other Americans and you're only half the team is, is going to be consisting of those Americans. So that's about, you know, 20 to 23 guys, depending on how the quarterback situation, uh, kind of sorts itself out. For sure. So, you know, um, one story that I could think of from Montana that's made it now to the NFL from the CFL is Alex Singleton. Um, what is your role with your guys? If they do want to go to the NFL, how do you help them make that jump? Well, Alex came here, we drafted him. Um, yep. You know, that was, uh, for me, I think that was a, one of our best picks ever. I actually uh, was in contact with him and his agent and uh, we kind of spun it to the, Hey, if, if you can, uh, you know, maybe act like there's uh, more NFL interest than possibly could be uh, that might allow us to get a chance to take you. And, and it, and it worked not that we lied because Alex had interest from the Patriots and the Seahawks, I believe. And uh, he just wanted to play. So when we got him, he came up, he did great. You know, we had a little rivalry with the Grish cats. Uh, he was, he was getting the best of me though. And in that generation there, I, I had to wear the cat shirt a few too many times and, and uh, as far as the role, we want them to try to get to the NFL and, and succeed. And if it doesn't work out, we're happy that you had that experience and you, you know, you come back and commit to us. So we, we, we stay in contact with Alex, man, he's done well. He's done well. He's really uh, one of these guys, he has an infectious personality, plays the game hard, you know, and he's, he's doing well. Uh, he, he doesn't, he doesn't let anyone talk him out of being the best. And that's uh, that's uh, that's an important uh, quality to have. You know, and one thing with him, too, that he's done is he's found a home in Denver, which is fairly close to Montana. And you being in Calgary is fairly close to Montana for Canadian standards. So what is it like to be on a team or, you know, be in a city that is fairly close to your home? Yeah, we both both play for the horse, too. Like uh, the Broncos Stampeder logo is not yeah. that far apart of. Uh, for me, it's been a nice fit. I mean, I've kind of chose to stay here uh, as a coach. You know, I do know I get lost in the shuffle sometimes. Uh, obviously, where's Dave or why doesn't Dave take a shot maybe down south, NFL, that sort of stuff. 
but I do like where I'm at. I'm close to my parents who are both still alive. I can rip down the highway five hours to Great Falls. Um, I do feel like I'm kind of like a West Coast guy. I, I like being kind of closer to the mountains. I live on a couple acres of land that allow me to feel kind of just kind of like I like it in Montana, close enough to a city, but not too close. Uh, see a lot of wildlife. I don't get bothered by a lot of people. And that's kind of how I like it, uh, you know, and to be close to Montana, I, I I do admit the border is something that can be a problem, uh, especially with COVID and all that. Oh, it's yeah, like, I'm, sure. I'm so close to Montana and yet, man, what a pain to get back to my home state. But uh, it, it's really has worked out. It's been convenient, but also it's the same, uh, same people too. Good people, generous people. Um, you know, I, I like a lot of the same things that are great up in here in Calgary. Remind me of the things that I love about Montana. That's awesome. So, you know, Obviously, they just had the NFL draft, and I kind of want to know how are their or how is your guys' draft with the CFL different, but also the same with as the NFL draft. So we only draft Canadians. We also draft global players. That was that global initiative. We don't draft Americans. Americans come to the CFL as part of what's called a negotiation list. So you have the right to put forty-five players on a list, and you have an exclusive right to negotiate to bring them to Canada. Um, Alex, we call him a a bit of a fake Canadian. He has, uh, he qualifies the Canadian, but I don't think he ever lived here. He was a California guy, um, but we draft them. But, you know, I have Patrick O'Connell on our neg list. So that's our negotiation list. I know he's with the Seahawks. Yeah. We always take a look. I know Justin Ford was a guy I, I, I peaked at and uh, another team up here in Canada. I think it's the Argos have Justin on their list. Um, you know, I definitely follow the cats. I, they had some great, guys perform at their at their pro day um so i mean i know i know crawford is with the seahawks and i think Sokata's with the seahawks as well yeah. so checking out those guys i'd love to have more montana guys on our team but you know you just try to also you structure your best roster you get it ready and then if they have that little check mark that they're they played a montana to me that's a plus but <clears throat> i haven't been able to get as many up here as i want for sure so you know, I kind of want to mention that, you know, you are fairly close to Seattle. You're fairly close to a lot of the big sky schools. How neat is that for you to have those ties to the Pacific Northwest and still be able to like have that tie to home in your new job? Yeah. Um, you know, like I said, it's still a flight for most of these things. And <laughs> unfortunately there's not a lot of short flights, but no. you know, a couple of things like, uh, you know, I, I, I drove down, uh, I guess it was a, a year plus ago when the Grizz played Eastern and uh, it's a great, great environment. Eastern Washington. Uh, I think it was that man, that was a high scoring one. Barry A was quarterbacking for the Eagles there. And, you know, so I still feel like if I need to go or want to go somewhere, I can, but as far as big sky conference, um, you know, was able to get into the big sky hall of fame sports last year, John Casper, great falls, uh, CMR. A uh, guy that I went to school with is kind of heading that up with the Big Sky Conference. And Shannon Kate, Robin Selvig both came in, uh, was able to see all the coaches. These are just good times. These are what I like um, being around the people that remind me, honestly, of, uh, you know, when I was younger, but also just really good people. That's that's why I like being associated with the certainly the guys in the Big Sky Conference. For sure. So you've obviously, you know, you had an illustrious career as a player, now as a coach you're still connected to the university, you're connected to the Big Sky Conference, but 
if you were, were to have a book written about you, what would you want? One, the title to be, and two, the last <laughs> chapter. Well, I tell my kids, uh, you know, that this was a, I tell them that because in 95, they made a poster, Legend of the Fall. And yeah. it was, you know, I say, hey, Brad Pitt, Dave Dickinson, not a lot of, not a lot of difference, man. That seems to me uh, about the same type of guy. Um, got a beautiful wife, same as Brad Pitt. So he's, he's shuffled through his, though I kept mine and she's, she's been uh, perfect for me. Um, as far as the last chapter, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. That's it's not written yet. Yeah, let's let's keep writing. A lot of things for me left to do, and when that last chapter's out, I'll let somebody else figure out how they want to end it. But that would kind of be the book, uh, the book as I see it. For sure. And for us down here in America, how do we connect to the CFL and really, you know, get to watch you guys and get to really be engulfed into the CFL? It isn't as easy as I would like. I know uh, I have friends that ESPN used to carry our games and you could stream them and you could buy packages to get on them. Uh, we did sign a deal this year with CBS Sportsline. Same thing as streaming options. I don't think it's as easy as it would have been for ESPN, but I think they paid us more. Um, so as a league, uh, you know, to be honest, I think if you're, you got nothing to do in the summer, come visit us because there's so much Calgary offers and go to Vancouver and go to Ottawa. These are cool cities and great. Uh, their stadiums are nice. Uh, you know, like there's a lot to do here in Calgary as far as you, you know, mix and match a football game around the Calgary Stampede or you go out to Banff and have a great time in the mountains or I really got to think Calgary like this, the diversity and if you love good food and good environment and uh, come in the summer though, <laughs> come up here in the <laughs> summer because uh, once it turns, uh, you know, October, November, uh, certainly can get a little bit colder. Oh, for sure. Well, Dave, I want to thank you so much for coming on. I know you have a very busy schedule right now with all the off season stuff. So um, thank you so much for taking time to come on and talk to me. Glad that you're still interested and best of luck in the future. Thank you so much. Hey, cheers. Hey guys, Mitch here with Wide Left Sports, and do I have a company I would love to highlight for you. It's called Big Sky Customs. They make lifelike figurines of your playing days, which I think is awesome because every single person, once they're done with their playing days, they miss it. And um, how cool would it be to have a lifelike figurine to commemorate that? And I mean, Rob goes down to the very minute details about it. It's awesome. And the best part is it's out of Montana. Um, so, yeah, if you want to get one ordered, just go to his Facebook page, Big Sky Customs, and start a conversation with him about it. And hopefully you enjoy your lifelike figurine from Big Sky Customs.